here we go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the XYZ podcast. Thank you, Harry. Oh, I did that you. for you. Thank yeah. you. I, yeah. felt, I felt that. I feel like you need it because uh, you don't get satisfaction from anything else in life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I thought I'd help you out for once. Thank you. You feel good. Um, weird episode. We are doing this in a villa in Zurich because um, Miriam is moving out. I'm sure you guys remember Miriam. And she's, oh, you guys can hear cell phone stuff. somewhere somewhere there's a cell phone yeah i don't get any messages from anyone so it's probably not me i'm very lonely <laughs> uh <laughs> uh yeah we're doing this episode today also there's a video recording maybe we'll use it for something say hi guys now you know yeah, should we point and should we do like a, a boy, don't don't a boy don't Harry, no. this is don't do gangster signs you don't no. look good that was the uncoolest shit that i have seen in I, I am uncool i embrace my uncoolness that's a that's a dad thing yeah but cool guys welcome back it's good to have you here um miriam is in the room so she'll probably say hi at some point if she wants but we've just taken over her villa and made it into a podcast studio because she's moving I had to help her move today, and she bought me pizza. So thanks, man. Uh, but yeah, cool. So let's first things first. Do we have any mailbag stuff? We do have mailbag. But we need the jingle. Uh, yeah. It's mail time. Very <laughs> nice. Good? Very nice. Really good. Um, we have heaps of mailbag, actually, to go through. Cool, dude. Um, I kind oh, my of God. Uh, okay, we got to do, heaps, do high heaps. speed mailbag. What does heaps mean? A lot. We got fans? Oh my we god. <laughs> building up. This is awesome. Traction. We got <laughs> some traction. Please, yeah. yeah, actually, we got we got a lot of traction and I'm really looking forward to this one. So mm. a sir called Michael Kang. Question <laughs> slash advice. Michael Kang. <laughs> is that what his name is? Oh god damn it. Um, <laughs> Michael's name will never be the same again. Okay. Michael Kang. Questions slash advice. Michael Kang. I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> who are these people writing this shit? Go ahead, go ahead. Hello, sirs. Let me start by unequivocally stating I am a fan of the show. He's educated. He's educated. Okay. He knows words. I've been living in Zurich for over 14 years, what? and I have come to be in a situation where I need legal advice. Oh. Okay. Why would you come to us? This is a great start. I'm not sure if he knows who he's writing okay, to. Okay, go ahead. I'm looking for recommendations in the canton of Zurich for a lawyer specializing in admiralty and maritime law. Is that what you <laughs> what? Is that divorce law? No, like naval law. Naval law. Naval. This guy might. This naval. guy must be no, not 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 your naval. But you, the the navy, the oceans. We don't have a navy. But wait, this, okay, this okay. guy's definitely English because only an English person would say admiralty law. Admiralty okay, and maritime law. I'm an avid fan of the extreme sport of stand-up paddleboarding. <laughs> However, that is not the navy. <laughs> I am unclear of my legal rights to exercise upon Lake Zurich. Any help is greatly appreciated. Freundliche Grüße, MK. Nice. What? Hmm. Harry, I think this is this is uh, this is you. You can. So I mean, I, I th well, they they stand up paddle on Lake Zurich. Let's just quickly cover the the actual thing they want to hear, and so there should be no problem. I think you've got to stay out of the ferry lanes, and maybe you can't do it in winter. But if this guy is English and he talks about the Admiralty, he needs to be strategically going on Lake Zurich to capture it with his stand up paddle. So there's a little island halfway down on the opposite of the Gold Coast. That's where you set up your stand-up paddle base. 
and then you dominate the lake from there like any any kind of traffic on the lake you you rate it and a little bit like you dominate the podcast well, uh, yeah like yeah. uh what's the what, what's the place of spain granada no uh yeah <laughs> what the fuck was that <laughs> in there, <dude? laughs> i'm joking i'm joking do you need do you need me to turn let me, it down let me okay. clear something up real quick the navy and stand-up paddle boarding are not the same thing what's until the where does now. the law come out oh, because now. he both needs to know where an, permission is it's, it's both on a body of Look, water dude, i'm african just fucking paddle boat wherever the fuck he wants and then apologize if you get into trouble i'm shocked by the both of you and like the simple answer is take a knife and cut your fucking paddleboard in half you fucking cunt <laughs> like seriously what is this uh, yeah, paddleboarding okay. is, is the, the fucking true he's wait, right wait wait this is the first time we've ever had a like like more than one fan apart from daniel shut up writing in and this is what we say michael hancock <laughs> and he cut his paddleboard in half no dude uh, I'm, I'm sorry i apologize i like pa you paddle paddleboarders i don't know um, I, you have a point, Christian. Do you like bikers? Do I like bikers? Do you want to just smash them when they drive past? Mm, it depends on the type. Miriam's is, Miriam's analyzing you right um, now. I <laughs> I judged. like to I like to uh, bike myself. Uh, <laughs> you like to ride, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the whole lycra thing is a little bit awkward, I guess. Like uh, around Lake Zurich, it's a bit like posing nowadays. It's you, you buy a bike that costs like half of the national product of an African state, and <laughs> <laughs> that is too true. And then and then you throw another African state in with your outfit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay, but real talk though, are there actual like paddleboarding areas on the lake? I think there are. To? I know a little bit about this because I yeah, and they do like my daughter did a paddleboarding course. You can, and I think it's you got to keep. She actually told me this. You gotta, yeah, I gotta remember. You gotta keep in certain areas, but if Where, like, you swimming people, are. if you just get on the lake, yeah, so. a bit further out, so you don't smack them. But here's a here's one thing you can do, is is you can do stand up paddle yoga. So you get your board. I've seen that. You yeah, get out in the lake, and then you try and do your downward dog. You know where I've seen that. Quite a lot on Instagram by some very insecure people. <laughs> Just why? Why do you need to? I mean, how ridiculous! I mean, the only dumber thing than that is like beer yoga or shit like that. Basically, um, here's the thing though: with like real advice with the um, paddle boarding, if you fuck up, some Swiss person will shout at you. But here's the thing: he says he's looking for a lawyer. An actual, he needs legal advice for Has this. Has there been a paddleboarding incident? an accident, which he hasn't talked about. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually intrigued where the whole, whole lawyering comes into play. I guess we could recommend Michelle Kalt. Yeah, I think so. Who is a resident in Zurich lawyer comedian. <laughs> a, a comedic lawyer. You, um, comedic lawyer. <laughs> is, there, is there any more? Because I think we've covered No, that's this. it. So, we've um, dragged all the all right, we have no, the, We have no legal advice for we you. We tried. Michael. Um, Michael Kang. Um, we have <laughs> sorry but this is <laughs> like he sounds like a cock if he's probably killed someone on the paddleboard any legal advice I, I, I don't believe that was a real question I'm questioning the authenticity of the he, he got a genuine fire he called stand up paddling an extreme sport he must be very serious <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. it okay, um, 
Dan the man wrote in. And I, I have to say, um, the topic that he's bringing up for us to discuss, I'd actually rather do in an episode, but I want to do this as a, as a quick intro to a potential next a episode. Teaser. What is the best way to effect change? Reform versus revolution. Discuss. Um, I, th- I can see a, a, a f- kind of like a debate brooding between Harry and I. <laughs> but I, the short answer for now I'm going with is, is it's neither, it's constipation. Nothing changes everything than constipation that fixes all problems. <laughs> if you're living a shitty lifestyle, add constipation, you'll turn into a nice person very quickly. How does and that bring you, about change? If all? you can constipate a nation somehow, we've got to figure out In what that means. Uh, yeah, based, actually, yeah. Based on English food. Yeah, exactly. And look what, what like once... <laughs> you, d- you dominated the world out of constipation? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think in the in the early days we... Uh, I don't know, That's actually. why they went to India. Yeah, this theory is probably... give us the ones to India. <laughs> we need something to finally New take Delhi a dump. clear it all out. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, we've also got mail from um, well, a buddy wait, of mine. You didn't ask my opinion. Oh, what is your revolution? Opinion? Revolution, thank you. 100%. Uh, I was actually thinking that you would say revolution. Yeah, I'm an anarchist yeah. and a nihilist. Um, I will burn everything down. Buddy of mine, uh, Jason Ransom, he he, um, he wrote in, um, I play uh, um, Australian rules football and he is the head oh, umpire nice. of AFL uh, Switzerland. Um, dear friend of mine, um, I have a conspiracy theory I'd love Harry to explore. <laughs> Okay. I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist. I believe the world is round. I believe men walked on the moon. And my disdain for anti-vaxxers is right up with Scientologists. It's all incorrect. All of the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're living in a weird bubble, my friend. <laughs> you should open your mind. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Something I was wondering about regarding the COVID virus. Before it came out of Wuhan, the Chinese government had zero control over Hong Kong. Mm. Oh. The protests in Hong Kong were embarrassing to the CCP government and the eyes of the world were in Hong Kong. Do you think it was all about some bloke eating a bat or was the CCP looking for a solution to end the protests and bring Hong Kong to heel? Also, Mm. Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) Can I dominate the podcast? Yeah, go on, dominate. One one comment quick. Epstein deserved to die. I think think you've just entered the entrance of the rabbit hole there jason because this thing runs deep so if you look at the global uh, geopolitical situation between the u.s the u.s being an empire in decline uh and you know you've got china india russia various countries just waiting for it to die and it's taking too long how do you just tip it over you you do the uh, coronavirus and there's even another level of this is it's not just about economic collapse it's about preparing the nations for invasion because we of lesser people we not know we know how the chinese love their face masks Jesus. and when they get here it's going to be the environment that they were looking for it's been pre-colonized it's fantastic colonization by masks you've got to admit it was genius that came up with this plan and it, and have you noticed that face masks make you kind of sleepy and passive this stuff works <laughs> this stuff works better than fluoride if for making a passive society that is and even you don't now even need to to have police and controlling people you get on a tram without a face mask and someone's going to look give you that look like put on your face mask dude 
this podcast is becoming one of those weird radio shows where someone's <laughs> in a caravan in like you know the the mountains, the Rocky Mountains, sitting there like, "Hey man, yeah, the world's ending now. The government's doing this." This is what it's becoming, and Harry's in the center of that. I don't believe a fucking word of anything I just said. By the way, this is very, very Alex Jonesy. You should just shout it more. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, exactly. Um, but one, I do like Australia's football. That's it. I don't think China would invent a virus just to control Hong Kong. Like, if China's doing anything for world domination, they're going to go global. Exactly. Like, Hong Kong is not big enough for them to invent a world dominating virus. But the, but that's exactly 2008, like uh, global economic collapse. Americans throw out all their cash to reinflate the bubble, and mm. now this economy is vulnerable, and you just need to prick it with the right pin. That's more accurate. And that then sounds more you take over. That's what I was trying to say. I like the word prick. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's all I took out of this. <laughs> Yeah, that was the first joke I that's ever. Such a bubble, one sure. of the first jokes that was sexual I ever heard as a kid was was what's what have uh, virginity and a balloon got in common? Oh god! One They're pr- both a kind of one prick and it's gone. Wow. That was, Thanks for that. Thirteen-year-old um, <laughs> me giggled a lot. Um, can I tell you guys? Do you guys know when the Hong Kong protest started? When it or where? Well, why? Oh, why? Why? No. Yes, because there was a guy that was supposed no, to be deported. Yeah, exactly, dude. Um, so, I don't know. I dominate. Exactly. Stop dominating, Chris. You can dominate me anytime you want. <laughs> Miriam is, is watching and it's uh, entertaining. <laughs> okay. More and, yeah. more, more and more judgment. You're feeling the judgment <laughs> rising. So, yeah, this is the story I heard. Um, was that there was a Chinese guy with his girlfriend and they went to Taiwan. And she was pregnant and... You've heard this story, right? He murdered her because he didn't want to have the baby or something like that. And what happened was he came back to Hong Kong. And then because Taiwan is a part of China, they wanted to extradite him to China to get punished. He, you know, lock him up in jail and stuff. But that threatens the Hong Kong Extradition Act or whatever. Criminals cannot be extradited to China to be persecuted. So everyone kind of said, no, if you change this law, it's going to fuck up our entire freedom and China can get control. So an entire kind of, you know, an entire country kind of backed this murderer to prevent an extradition for him in a weird way. That's pretty, that's pretty interesting. You know, it's just like, what's more important, freedom or murder? (laughs) You know, it's a very strange situation the deal that hong kong had until then so um it's interesting what you said before about taiwan taiwan is not part of china china thinks it is part of china taiwan doesn't think it is part of china so when the ccp took over they have the same law no no when the ccp took over um all the rich capitalists fled and went to taiwan and created the the country of china china is taiwan but um, the CCP stayed as the People's Republic of China, um, and seriously, yeah. When did this happen? Like uh, that was when um, what was it? Mao Zedong took over. So we're talking. They basically they they basically took away ownership. So, so legally, legally, Taiwan is China. That's what China uh, Taiwan's is name is China. That I didn't know. Um, they call why? themselves China. Yeah, this is why you can extradite from Taiwan to China 
if you commit a crime. Now that's something that I'm confused about. I didn't know about that um, that treaty. But essentially, he committed a crime under Chinese territory under Chinese law. Now China thinks it is Chinese. Well, what we consider China, the People's Republic of China, considers Taiwan as China. Yeah. It's it's part of theirs. Taiwan does not recognize the government of the CCP as, Wait, as the government. Where did the murder happen? In, 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 in Taiwan. Ta- in Taiwan. I believe. Okay. So, therefore... And the, the People's CC- Republic stepped in to get the guy out. They basically. wanted him back, but... Um, wait, wait, Taiwan or the People's Republic of China? The People's Republic of China, because the People's Republic ah, of China so they, would so claim they were, jurisdiction over So they were Perhaps effectively exploiting the yeah. situation. Now, but this brings something so, else into the mix. Okay. It actually, the perfect murder. Well, it brings, it, it brings your people into the mix, Harry, because Hong Kong um, had a deal when they were kind of like given back to China that they keep their status as kind of an Im- independent um, for, uh, for nation. For 500 years or yeah, 100, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a, ve- a very long time. Um, uh, what, what did they call it? Uh, two, two nations, one law or yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so there is a, a de facto self-governing uh, body within Hong Kong. And yeah. that would have undermined the status quo. Um, and... and uh, it was a great chance for the CCP to um, basically claim the bridgehead that Hong Kong is to the Western world, because a but lot of a lot also of playing a double whammy that Taiwan, which is kind of disputed, yeah. doing it in the name of Taiwan as China, but. Jeez. These Chi- you see these Chinese are a step ahead with their conspiracies. They set it up so that it's so fucking confusing you don't even know what's going on anymore. And it, to make this even crazier, where did Edward Snowden escape the US? Through Hong Kong. Ooh. What? Before he went on to Russia. Whoa. Okay, cool. let's, Answered. let's get out of this. Right let's now. get out of this. Um, so... Um, I, I just want to finish the email that we got from, from Chase because it was actually quite nice. Um, so, uh, blah, blah, blah. For Dean, as a Swiss passport holder, stop rubbish, uh, rubbishing Swiss cuisine. <laughs> the, look, let me kill this right now. Nobody in the history of time has thought, oh, let's go eat some Swiss cuisine. It doesn't exist. Shut up about this. Swiss but, cuisine is not a word. Uh, we say, oh, yeah, we go but, eat Indian. But Jason's right. Your dissent is being noted. Look, as a Swiss person, I'm allowed to say this. We do not. I said we because we're my Swiss passport. Swiss Technically, I can say this. We do not have good food. It's fucking shit. Yeah, but don't forget the Swiss are voting on a lot of things right now. They might decide to remove the Swiss passport of people that have no Swiss German. Uh, that is not going to happen. So we're going to sell just, the French part to it, France? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, that's what will happen. Everyone in Swiss, like in the German-speaking part, will become German. All of the uh. people in the French-speaking part will become French. And all the Italian-French, like Italian-Swiss are going to become Italian again. Wow, it always should have been. Anyway. Jason's killing it. Tell him, has he eaten? Uh, let me ask this. Have you eaten fondue? Have you been constipated for a week? No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Thank you for writing. Um, <laughs> boys, when giving uh, when giving shout outs, please give AFL Switzerland a shout out. Um, I fully support this, obviously. As an is that a soccer member. team? Should we no, give a a- AFL Switzerland is Australian rules football um, in uh, in Switzerland. Is so this the thing? Shout Australia out to for? AFL football. Learn to play a real sport like rugby. Okay, there we hey. go. Boom! Our fans are going to be scared <laughs> to write in now. 
<laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Chief. That's, that's, um, that's what they write yeah, for, for, the, for the abuse. <laughs> no Harry's hot tips. No Harry's hot tips. Oh my I'm God. so sorry. We have to kill this bit because nobody trusts nobody your sexual trusts opinions. <laughs> I don't either. Cool. What, what are we here for today? Anyway. What are we here for today, Dean? Okay, today, uh, interesting episode. Oh, did we do the actual intro yet? We, we didn't. Have. We didn't. Oh yeah, we and did. We spilled wine. We didn't. All we didn't over what's up though? Okay, whatever. We didn't what? Okay, that's fine. Okay, go ahead. Hit, introduce what, the topic. What did we miss? We introduce a round where we say hi. And hi guys, Christian, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's about formalities, matter. Yeah, uh, yeah formality it does matter. I, I, w- <laughs> I, I thought the same thing, <laughs> exactly. but I thought let's let let's have Dean a go. I like we're on the same this page. This is what of happens it. when you give me responsibility. <laughs> Gen Z in the house representing. <laughs> uh, okay, let me try and actually do some proper work here christian are you okay <laughs> i'm good thank you very much sir cool i'm with my man christian breaker that's what i missed i yes, remember now yeah ah, it, this is it's all, all coming place. back yeah I, I spilled wine and it's just gone downhill from there <laughs> uh harry what's up yeah, yeah doing okay trying to keep my emotions high because you know we've just started with autumn the rains change it went from 32 to 16 suicide season the ladies are out. Wow. The ladies are out on the on the streets hunting their winter boyfriends. It's very scary in the city right now. That's true. Dude. <laughs> Mama bear goes they for have, Papa bear. They have this. You have okay. Quick theory. Swiss ladies, and I think actually this doesn't apply to Switzerland. Is you have your spring boyfriends that you find that you have your summer boyfriends and winter boyfriends. So around spring they get their summer boyfriend. He's got a six pack. He's hot. You can take him to the swimming pool, but he's a fucking idiot. So you get rid of him by... You can't call me a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Dean, do you notice how you always get dumped around this time of year? That's true. Exactly. And then they line up for the winter boyfriend. He's yeah, that's cuddly. me. He's a bit more like yeah. Christian. Mm-hmm. You feel mm-hmm. safe with He's him. He's a beta male. This you get around the log, <laughs> the log fire. He's not... I bring the fat, bitches. <laughs> but you don't want to take him oh. to any pool. That's like... <laughs> Yeah, this so is, uh, that's what's this happening. Is actually, this is backed up by data. Facebook releases things saying that like the most breakups happen at the end of wintertime uh, because then everyone finds their summer boyfriend and then the most relationships start at the beginning of wintertime. Yeah, well, we're just oh, animals. So man. everyone likes being single and it's old pollen. Just keeps your ovaries Yeah, going. it's like... <laughs> it's time to breed! <laughs> yeah, or not. It's time to hibernate. It's time yeah. to hibernate. Anyway, yeah, otherwise, okay. That's long story short. Cool. I uh, I do apologize for being off of uh, rhythm right now. It's uh, it's been a don't, long day. I was helping apologize. Miriam move, and I did physical labor th- for the first time in like three months. So. You did a good deed, Dean. Yeah, I good was helping deed, out Dean. But it's interesting because today we are talking about um, nine eleven. Yep. Bam, bam, bam. And what? because I'm in charge of this one, I want to avoid conspiracy because we've all heard it all before it's an inside job all that bullshit you know we've all seen the documentaries and the endless amount of movies that america produces to never forget so it's related to 9-11 but i've taken a spin on it and made it more interesting which is you made you made 9-11 more interesting. Exactly. Except for the two wars that came after it and all that sort of stuff. So Even more so interesting because we've all heard it before. So we're talking a different type of inside job here. Uh, no, we're talking 9-11. Okay. The first question goes like this. Uh, 9-11 happened. The most common, this is the most common question. This is the one directly related to it. It's the last one I'm going to ask that is linked to this. And it's the most common question people ask. Where were you? during 
So let's hear that from you guys. I was uh, 15 years old. Um, I was at school. I was in eighth grade at the time. Um, I remember going home. So it happened early in the morning in New York. Uh, I got home in the afternoon, so like uh, 1,500 hours. So that's like 3 p.m. Um, uh, mom was in the kitchen. I walked in, and she screamed at me, switch on the TV. And this is the first time. This the is the footballs on. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time that my mom asks me to switch on the TV. My mom hates TV with a passion. Mm. She hates when it's uh, when it's running, all that sort of stuff. The, she thinks TV ruins lives. So um, the fact that she True. basically <laughs> said to me, "Go and uh, switch on the TV," was kind of like mind blowing. And then I switched it on, and it was right about the time when the second plane went in, and. I thought it was a shitty movie. That's a key point right there, I think. There's been a bunch of shitty movies from that anyway. (laughs) I I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was just like, I was... was, um, At 15 though. Yeah, because I I had no context. There there was nothing um, going on. It it looked like news. It it was like, I watched it obviously on, on the Swiss news channel. So this guy is kind of like there and like, Oh, that that's the person that I know. That's that's the newscaster that I see usually. Why is he on? It's it's not his hour yet. It's not eight p.m. Um, so w- what's going on? But I literally thought this is kind of like what what is this? Is like sci-fi or what am I watching here? I didn't think it was real. Um, but that that's basically what it was. Well, should I tell it? Who are you, Harry? Well, so I was in the second tower, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's insensitive. Your name is Goldstein. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So, wow. yeah, easy now. Easy. To we have an American in the room. I am okay. I'm very scared. Yeah, she's she, Jewish. She, the, the only people that profited we from nine eleven. We could, we can weaponize her with that cheese knife in a second if she needs to stab anyone. No, so I wake up in the morning. In Switzerland, I guess I'm 29. It's my mom's birthday. I'm thinking, shit, I mustn't forget my mom's birthday. My mom's is 9/11. It's fantastic. Since then, I've never forgotten her <laughs> birthday. It's great. It's the best reminder because you get so much. It's like having a calendar entry where it keeps reminding you before the event and all the kind of 9/11. Let's remember 9/11 again, which starts two or three weeks before. Anyway, and. Uh, yeah, I was working in Swiss Air. We did this on a previous episode, but we, I was in the op center right on the runway. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, actually, I must have started watching it about the same time as you because I was up on the like eighth floor or something. They go like, dude, you got to come down to the ops room where all they're, they're controlling the Swiss Air fleet. And uh, and shortly after I get there, they're like, there's this, they got on the TV, on multiple TVs around the room, the first tower burning. And it's like, what the fuck's going on? And there's like this state of confusion in the room. And then, and then within about 10 to 15 minutes, the second plane hits the second building and like the atmosphere in that room. Actually, I was thinking about this uh, coming up to this at that time. I even remember like, like, and then you heard the Pentagon got hit. And even like in Switzerland, there are people like, is shit going to happen here as well? Like it's yeah. really, we're, and we're starting to think, are we safe in the op center, like hitting a, hitting an airport? Like for a little while, it was sheer fucking panic. But I'll underline the point that you said. It, it was the one thought I had there in addition was just like, 
this is just too much like a Hollywood movie. This is yeah. this is some this is like too perfect. But anyway, that's yeah. We're not doing the inside. Yeah, I job. remember that episode where you actually talked about that a bunch. I should actually listen back to <laughs> previous episodes. Yeah, that could have skipped this whole thing. I could have skipped all of that. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, I think I even mentioned that. But I, was I told in the gym. it in a different way. Uh, but you guys missed the whole point of that question. What I was trying to say is where were you mentally? <laughs> uh, where were you sexually? I don't know. Anyway. No, I was just trying. So I wanked a lot, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> was that uh, where er the, the erectile dysfunction started? <laughs> that first was tower. Trauma, trauma connected to two twin towers. You know. No, no, no. It, it only happened when I saw that Building Seven was still erect. And that <laughs> okay. Work to Dean. What? Tell us your story. Come on. Uh yeah. I uh, I can't remember how old I was. Probably like, wait, Christian, how old are you? I was 10. 15, so like you My were. math is terrible. Uh, I'm going to just say 9, 10, somewhere in there. Yeah, I was 10. Thanks for calculating so quickly. Um, yeah, I was in the gym. I just thought it was all bullshit. Whatever, planes crashing into a building, American news. You were in new. the gym. I was in the gym. Uh, like pumping weights. My, oh, I don't want to talk about my mom. I talk about my mom too much. It's connected to her, obviously. Should Dean, I? Dean's mom. Oh, Dean's mom. I really, Dean's mom. mom. Shout we need out a to Dean's you. mom jingle now. I think I think I just miss can my I mom the, because can every, I yeah, do it. Oh, Harry, can I do not the you, Dean's anyone mom but you, Harry. This is too sexual. Please stop. All right, all right, carry on. Harry would make like a nineties porn white song. Exactly. Come on, baby, Dean's mom. Harry, stop. All right. Okay, no. Uh, yeah, story related to my mother. She was a uh, what's up, mom? I just miss my mom a lot. She was a oh, Harry, thank you. She was um, an aerobics instructor. You're just holding up a red flag. Stop it. Just get out of the story because I'm just going to say worse things. Stop if it, Eric. She was an aerobics instructor. She did uh, oh, spinning. He did, he did the worst. Fuck. Why was Dean's mom an aerobics instructor? <laughs> That's not okay. Jesus Christ, this is getting worse, man. Well, I'm what trying. You, wait, what did you do at the gym? Why were you there? <laughs> Come on, come on, man. <laughs> to get the story out. You're, We're going to work, we're gonna work your this mom, together. This. Your mom is fitness instructing. <laughs> we gotta, we Just wait for Harry's erection to die down. I'll keep going. Uh, so what? Uh, wait, wait. It's September, so it's springtime. It's springtime in spring South, South Africa. Africa. She, she did a spinning class and... You know, she played the loud music at her her DJ class, and she would be doing like she'd be downstairs, and she'd be the one like being the craziest woman in the gym, just pumping, and everyone's like trying to keep up with her. She's the powerhouse of spinning. Spinning is when you jump on those uh, exercise bikes, and she's the one going up and down and up and faster. Don't be a bitch, you know. That's my mom. Uh, uh -huh. that's, how she, that's how she ran the household as well. Uh, and you were you were I was cycling upstairs. as well. I was upstairs, just kind of doing my thing, cycling. You know, working on my biceps, uh, for the, which never worked out for me. Anyway, then I remember just like watching TV on the bike and seeing all the news happen and not giving a fuck. That was. Uh, <laughs> you said <laughs> that you were already jaded Wait, at that dude, age. You could have told the whole story without any reference to your mom. You could have just been like, "Yeah, we had a spinning bike." The reason I was at the gym is because my mom ran a, a you know, a class there. Oh, so she was in the class. She was there. That's why she, she was leading me the class. To do the thing. Had the yeah, class and just then you imagined the whole 
Madonna song. Had, had uh, the class just finished? No, they were busy when I was busy. So upstairs. she was in there sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in her life. In her lycra. Come on. I forgive you. Thanks for the guys. I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> sorry. Wait, can we have a Dean's Mum Free episode? We've got to find a topic that has no it's, connection yeah, it's, to it's your really mum. It's really bad. I mean, <laughs> it's really getting I too think, much. Honestly, like, I, we've been going through a tough time because of the whole COVID and economic situation. I think I've just been thinking about her a lot. So thanks for fucking thing. ruining my so, life, you no, pervert. Come on, come on, <laughs> because I hope I hope that this is leading to like an, a new level of adult relationship with your mom, which is great. Like you, you become friends. <laughs> <laughs> not that That's kind a of very <laughs> adult relationship. Not that kind of oh fuck. <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> get. All right, Dean, bring us to the uh, next Dean's thing. Dean's mom's got it going on. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay. Stop it, Harry. We don't sing on the podcast. You. <laughs> it's th- i think that should be equally prohibited as like fucking asmr so yes um moving wait, wait, wait. on if the two wrongs on. make a right dean's mom's in the house <laughs> okay sorry uh-huh. <laughs> carry, on. carry on i'm editing this episode so that is <laughs> <laughs> harry's track is going to be deleted <laughs> okay sure just to remove the whole track <laughs> just, <laughs> but wait, wait, wait dean, dean then it would be just just the two of us <laughs> We we should not record an episode <laughs> with these Sunday strange night. awkward silences where like I got removed and then no one's laughing. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay, come on, let's press on. Press on. Okay, we know we've ascertained our location, okay, angle, cool. mental yeah. and physical state. Okay, so um, as you guys know, I was helping Maria move today, um, and I spoke to her about this because I did not want to talk about nine eleven. Um, in general, but that was the discussion we agreed upon. So I thought I'd make an interesting spin about it. Um, Miriam had some fun stuff to say. Um, but this is my question. If you guys could make your own terrorist attack oh, on the world, what would it be? Now, I'm not saying killing a bunch of people is a good thing, but is there alternative versions? <laughs> this is... <laughs> this feels like react? this feels like a trap <laughs> with like guys coming through the yeah, window if, in like a minute. Think about this: like <laughs> if you could create your own terrorist attack version on the world in general to change stuff for your okay. motive without uh-huh. killing people, is there something you can think of? Wait, wait! Be- before we go there, very good idea to do this now and put it on the recording. Yeah. Uh, let's just mention all the tag words so that the boys in Virginia are actually listening. Al-Qaeda, Iraq, um, um, suicide bomber, um, AK-47. What, what is that? Do I have to bomber, uh, conspiracy, fake, uh, Jewish Kim Jong-il. prophet. <laughs> North Korea <laughs> collaborator. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Uh, okay. Welcome, uh, boys hey, um, from the CIA. Uh, welcome on board. Thank we're you for listening. Yeah, actually, uh, at this point, I, did look, at, I did look at the stats. Said. We have quite a Bunch of downloads in Virginia. <laughs> I think we've already hit. We may have already hit some. Um, John Smith, defi- Agent Forty Seven. He's listening. They're definitely no, but only the metadata. Only the metadata. Yeah, yeah that's what it just is. Just only metadata. Um, so you want to hear about our perfect terrorist ploy? Or? Yeah, let me give some context because some funny stuff came up. It was hilarious. Uh, I think. Great, Mary, share it with us. Mary mentioned like a form of terrorist attack would be a flash dance in the middle of New York, you know. Uh, I don't know what that would change anything. Mary, do you want to 
You're stooping. <laughs> you're stooping low now. All right, Miriam's triggered. No, but I, he <laughs> said, "What is your terrorist attack?" And I said, "You said the pyramid taking off from a rocket, right?" Okay, we can get there. But all I'm saying oh. is that would kill no one, and therefore not a terrorist attack. How do you define a terrorist attack? Let's start there. It's a good one. Um, I'm not. Come on. So okay, let's wait. Hold up. Hold up. You see how you see how she did that? She immediately altered the whole course of the podcast. No, no. To fight for, for the better attack, we need a director from now on. Can yes. I? Can I just say? Can I just say? I'm. I'm. Have, I have a level of anxiety on this question because I hadn't thought of it. Like I haven't never thought about this, and I feel that. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this podcast and then something's gonna hit me and I think fuck and that was a, that was the perfect idea mm. I'm not sure if I can bring the perfect let me let me say thank you Marion for giving us actual direction and advice and and uh, define yeah let's contextualize let's, yeah, contextualize let's contextualize so the conversation went like this I was like my idea of a, an amazing kind of prank slash terrorist attack would be. Um, making the, the the pyramids of Egypt, giving them you know rocket boosters and just sending them off into space, and then everyone be like, oh my god, the the Egyptian pyramids were alien ships and they've all left. And I'd be like, haha, it was me, terrorist attack, got you. Um, yeah. Actually, you <laughs> could well, even can, go. can we can we go and define terrorism for a second because we were talking <laughs> Come about. On, that's a, that's a, wait, I can go with Dean's thing, the pyramid, right? And what if it then transforms? into like two pyramids take off fly into space transform and land on the location of the twin towers <laughs> that, that that now that is a quality terrorist attack uh, right there. I, I can one up you, i can one up you there um we put the rocket boosters on the mosque in jerusalem <laughs> and fly that one over to new york <laughs> Via via Zurizé, <laughs> just to throw the S S my All right, Miriam's really ju really judging us hard now. She's okay. not, a, she's not we, part of it. Just ignore should we the. Try, should we try and define terrorist attack? I don't know. I mean, the thing is, what's your intent? I think for me, it's kind of obvious what you meant. It's it, just it went like further though. So it we are. Further. He's he's Christian Bin Laden. I'm Harry Bin Laden. You're Dean Bin Laden. Please don't ever say that word in my name ever again. So we're, we're plotting something to have a radical impact. Here, here was the one that I came up with. This is my conclusion one. The the, the best one I thought. If imagine if you know we could get, kind of get rid of war and have alternative terrorist attacks that actually have impact. And I was thinking this: Al Qaeda could come into America and just steal everyone's gas out the car. Taking the oil back, siphoning, siphoning the we oil. Give, we out give of everyone cars. straws. This belongs to us, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you took this from our. Now we're taking it sand. back. You know, none of the yeah, cars okay. of gas anymore. Okay, okay. yeah. So, That's um, not bad. Sw Switzerland had a fair portion of terrorism in the seventies. What really? Yeah. Are they called and this, this is why this is why I was talking about uh, defined terrorism because um, uh, terrorism. Um, in a in a weird way, is kind of like um, creating some form of revolution. You you basically wanna you wanna bring attention to a certain cause potentially. Um, it's 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 a stronger version of demonstrating. Um, and uh, there, 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 stronger. <laughs> so wait, <laughs> bear with me on this one. The Canton of Bern, which is the largest canton, or yeah, it is the largest canton uh, in, in Switzerland. 
um, used to involve uh, a lot of different places that are now their own cantons. So, for example, uh, Canton Vaux, uh, which is like the f uh, one of the French part cantons in Freiburg, um, they were all once part of the canton of Bern. And they w the last canton that had independence is the canton of Jura. And Jura demonstrated for years, for decades. And then a bunch of guys, a bunch of farmers, um, took a pipe bomb and strapped it under a car in Bern in the 1970s. And they got independence. So terrorism kind of works. <laughs> it's, it, what? It's... Um, did yeah, they, it's did, totally did a thing. Did anyone get hurt? Or? No, of course not, because it's Switzerland. It's kind of like, you're just... <laughs> <laughs> you made sure the car was empty. They First, they drove the car there. It was, it was an official's car, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't fused like in the movies where you put in the key and then Robert De Niro gets blown up. It's, it, it's, it's not one of those. Um, it, it was literally just like, let's blow this guy's car up and then he might reconsider and give us independence and that's exactly what happened so um i have kind of a, a vague appreciation for that form of demonstrating i call it <laughs> this one yeah i mean that but this is like it's it's almost a level of what is it the catalonian separatists or something whatever you would call them probably and made some same goes for the ira same goes for the basque uh nations like yeah it's but it was the swiss it was like, the swiss version of this beautiful. which is quite sanitized but, wait because there was some real shit between like catholics and protestants where it was like people were dying that stuff. was years before but okay. so we didn't really stab each other down for couple of hundred years but okay. um when the union the, the union was established in 1846 so um the canton of Jura didn't exist at the time it, it came it came way later and okay. these were just basically a thousand farmers claiming independence okay very interesting so well the, the perfect the perfect terrorism attack in in that way is bring attention to a problem strong enough so that it might actually create the form of change, which mm. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, the, you're talking about what the goals of a terrorist attack are. Essentially. Like, and and the, what, what's, what's assumed there is that there is, or implied, is that there's some group that has less power than another group yeah. and they need to use. But, the, the, but Harry, what you're but, saying is this, is that like terrorism is defined, it's subjective in a way. Like well, it depends. Donald it, Trump defines terrorism. I think, as I think in the context of your question, Dean, it was it's wide open for any kind of terrorist. And actually, can I just add one thing? Is what well, the question's interesting is that the whole war on terror thing uh, that started after nine eleven that drove me nuts. Is that everyone starts talking the war on terror? And I'm like, how the fuck did these motherfuckers pull off that we're no longer even declaring war on countries? We're declaring war on a verb. Um, but this is the... Like, how, that is genius. They were for, trying to create an inevitable, endless yeah, war. endless war. Something abstract. Like, and, and you can call terror then anything. I mean, there's the whole notion of, like, like one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. Exactly. When Harry speaks on the podcast, my ears are terrorized the entire time. <laughs> it's Harry. It's Harry. This is me declaring terrorism. <laughs> Damn. No, I, <laughs> okay. I will declare war. See that? You see that? This but, is how you trigger me. But I mean, I mean, what if the like, like I also when I'm thinking terrorism, I'm thinking. Uh, well, I love the the story, the book, the graphic novel, The Watchman, 
Uh, and if you've ever read, if you've ever seen the whole thing, it lands with like this fake alien thing splats New York City and creates world peace because suddenly there's an external threat and we stop being idiots. Isn't that funny because it's true right now? It totally is true. That is, it, if something squashed New York and Donald Trump went with it, world peace. Ah, I don't think so. They say New York is dead now. I'm going to ask you yeah, real quick, Miriam. New York is dead. What do you think? Real quick, real quick. All the shitty people left. It's doing fine. Yeah. The shitty people mean the, the top 1%, the people who own the place. But isn't that what makes New York cool is the New Yorkers? The one percenters? Um, the, the, the New Yorkers are still there. Exactly. New York will never but, die. Can I trigger everyone in the whole world? I start, uh, there was something I was listening to you today. You do that with your sheer presence. Except the neo-Nazis. No, no. There was something I was listening to today, and it, it was the interesting thing was that on this, the it was arguing that uh, the, whatever you want to call it, deep state is actually now against Donald Trump, and the reason is is that he hasn't started enough wars. And that is a, that's, and you know, he's a fucking idiot. I don't think he is, he's a peace bringer. But, like and the whole idea is get Biden in and let's get back on track on wars. Yeah, yeah, because Obama did that really great. So um, hold up, are you saying Donald Trump did less war than, than Obama? Obama? Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Are we going into this? I don't so, want to. Um, Obama started this whole thing in Yemen. Um, Obama is uh, a fucking crazy warmongering lunatic that should be in prison. This is um, insane. Obama, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, exactly. Obama basically sanctioned a war that is not officially a war. Um, he has been bombing fucking Arab people for the last five years. Oh, but he's so he, oh, cool. He started the locking <laughs> up kids and on the borders. He, on deportations, he also uh, didn't close Guantanamo when he could have done and he made droning legitimate. The, the droning thing is totally an Obama. Thank you for uh, putting more funny chews in my brain. I think um, now we're definitely on some watch list for right. the Dude, FBI no, we, or someone. We asked the FBI to listen to this episode, <laughs> and then we're like, Obama's an hey guys, No, it's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's way worse. They're actually officially killing people. So um, o Obama, uh, I'm, I'm good. Obama. Um, Obama, um, Obama. He, he has been on the forefront of the secret wars even though he has been uh, Mr. Clean Hands in the public eye. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> can, you, can you guys do Obama? Can we, can we just... No, no, that's like blackface. That's like doing blackface. <laughs> that is not like doing blackface. Obama's whiter than I am. He grew up in a first world... <laughs> the, thing, the thing about Obama... He grew up in a first world country. The thing, the thing I love about Obama, though, is despite all that shit that he didn't do, because he couldn't have done it anyway. He's just like a figurehead. Yeah, he's it's, an actor. He's it's basically the, an actor. It's the comedians drinking, driving cars, drinking coffee with Seinfeld with Obama is a great episode. If you, I recommend a watch. It's a good... Did, it's a, um, can we go back to the question of Dean and go back to the fer perfect uh, terrorist ploy? Because I, I'm actually... No. In, can, 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 you, can you lead us on this and then what? we extrapolate from there? You want me to ask the question again? No, okay. you, you answer your own question. I did a bit with the, the Egyptian pyramids, pyramids uh, but then that's it. The kind of one that I thought was. But uh, what was Akita the effect? What was well, the Middle East getting all the oil back out of the cars? Ah, right. Okay. So, uh, but uh, the the idea is basically to um, raise attention, right? So that's what the boys try to do 
as well um, when, when they did 9-11. They, they were trying to basically get the attention of the public of, of what happened. This is what I was trying to avoid because <laughs> we all have ideas of why 9-11 happened. You know, it was to create an inevitable war on terrorism. Right, so you could profit. Was more than no, let, let, but let's not go. Let's not go with that. With with, with that connotation. Can I? Can I go? Can I just get this out of my system? Go. I'm going to go at high speed. So, first of all, I mentioned Alan Moore already. He's got this graphic novel I read when I was like 16 called "Brought to the Light," that explains the Iran Contra thing. And if you read that at the age of 16 you get a picture of, of how the world really works. And it, in the context of growing up in an, basically an, a dying empire of England, it's like, yeah, totally, that's how it's done. So brought to the light, Alan Moore was published in 1988. Alan Moore, I love that guy. Read that shit and then you understand that. And then the whole thing about conspiracy theories to me, whether 9-11 was an inside job is a complete distraction. It doesn't actually make any difference. The situation was used opportunistically to carry out a program, I'm um, going all in here, you're going to think I'm a conspiracy theorist. Look up the project for the New American Century. You've got Wolfowitz, Rumsfeld. You have, who's the fucking uh, former uh, Prime Minister of England before Blair? That weird John Major was also in this, bizarrely. It's a bunch of people involved in the arms trade. Uh, yeah, I'm sounding like a complete lunatic, but it's fucking all fact. Uh, you, can look this, you can look this shit up in sane places. And their point was uh, the Soviet Union's over. Uh, America is the only power left in the world. Instead of just quietly just going peaceful, we need to ensure for the next millennia that, that America is the dominant uh, empire on the planet. And the way to do that is control the resources, take out all the countries around the Middle East to control the oil. Uh, the oil. That explains Libya. Harry. Explains a whole bunch of stuff. Harry. I'm just going to shut up, Dean. <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm getting off my system and I'll never speak of it again because I'm over 40 and I don't I'm give a shit right anyway. Now. That is what's going on. And, and so 9-11 is irrelevant whether they inside a job or not. It was used as the excuse to invade Iraq, which had nothing to do with 9-11. It was just a way to take that country down. Uh, Syria would have been next if Hillary Clinton had got in power. We didn't. We got this idiot Donald Trump and that stalled things. So, and if, if Biden gets in, then Syria is going. That's, yeah. Pulled by Alan Moore. Okay, shut up. No, Alan Moore, he just wrote a book about what happened in Iran-Contra, which just makes you realize how the system works. It, like it's a form of imperialism. Yeah, uh, Alan read that Moore, book. I'm not. Alan I, Moore was also involved in the graphic novel for Walking Dead. <laughs> oh my God! It's all that real. It's all the same. Fuck. It's real. For real. He Alan it's Moore's a fucking. He is a genius. I love that guy. Conspiracy theory. And Ooh. nowadays he's declared himself to be a shaman, which I think is the greatest thing. He's this dude, insane dude with a beard, who's like, I am a shaman. <laughs> Okay. Shall we right. do book club now? So okay. books, books I've read and opinions I've justice. Harry's the only one who reads on this podcast, clearly. <laughs> okay. I'm I've not. read a lot of Asimov, and uh, I can tell you something about a thousand years <laughs> dominating force in the galaxy. Uh, okay, but you, were you, you, you're now all credibility. Check out Wes Clark, uh, who was a former US general who actually went and said, This is what the plan is. And he's on an interview where he says that. There's the, there's the actual. Like le the the imperialistic shit going on, and then there's the lunatics doing short change movies about nine eleven. All of that stuff's crap. 
but it when you have an empire that's trying to dominate the planet through various means ideally economic and if not through military there and and yeah i've seen a lot of uh facebook things li- recently about the big picture i think <laughs> no it's not. no no, no is, you got you got a point this got a point. is this is yeah, but the thing is i'm not saying anything that is a new opinion that i just got last week i yeah. thought i i've I, yeah anyway Okay, there we go, FBI. That, I'm glad you I'm got too, that out there, dude. I got it off my chest. Yeah. The reason why I say this is because... I think we just got given into another department within the CIA. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <They're> trying <laughs> One to move. level deeper. But the thing is, for me, the whole thing about 9-11 is it's like, uh, it's like coming out of the closet if you're gay. It's like when you... It, like okay. I lost a friend because I told him, I think... I don't know if it was an inside job, but maybe it was. And he ghosted me from that moment. Why? Because he's like, you're one of those lunatics and I don't want to have anything to do with you. Oh. And, and, and so m- did you come out as gay in that story? No, I came out as as skeptical of the official story of 9-11. Do, 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 do one thing, the, the one thing that I have to say on this, uh, what, what struck me hard... Um, uh, around the conversation, specifically around 9-11, um, was uh, I have a friend who used to work in the towers um, at the time. And for me, the whole concept of terrorism until meeting that person was always a little bit something from books, something from TV, something from newspapers, you know? Like, you don't really have a direct relationship with it. Even the thing that happened in Switzerland was kind of like, Oh yeah, it's this weird thing that happened, and then um, we had the the bombs in in the tubes in London uh, a bit later. So there, there was like, okay, you might know someone, someone knows someone that that happened to, but it, it never had a direct link to me. My and mom was there for the London bombings. For real? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to talk about my mom anymore. But I, she was I, there. I she, met. I met someone who was actually in one of the tube stations. Um, my mom, you not that was bombed, <laughs> but at, she was in a tube, uh, in a tube, in one of the tubes when they set off. The word got out, and and panic ensued. Yeah, and 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 what was fascinating about what she said is is how immediately civilization vanished, and it was yeah. like a, a like everyone for themselves, people climbing over, and yeah. And 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 really like and well, yeah, I'm feeling awkward that I'm saying this about. So I'm going to shut up there because this yeah, person. Is what, what's what's fascinating about that uh, is the whole, um, especially when it happened in Britain. Um, uh, there is a certain understanding that British people are always civilized, even during the war. Do you remember this whole thing? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's all bullshit. So um, the, the when when I spoke to that person. Uh, about 9-11, I suddenly got an understanding of the fear and panic that that event actually ensued um, in the person. And it kind of changed my mind about it as well. It doesn't actually matter what this is all about in the grand scheme of things. It's actually all about the people that have to go through uh, the pain and agony that it produces. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, terrorism, terrorism is exactly that. It's basically, it creates terror. It, it creates a fear, and and I think to this day, New Yorkers, um, uh, we can we can we can go and make a lot of movies about it, uh, about how how great New York is and is fighting back. But I still think to this day that a lot of New Yorkers are fearful about stuff. 
We've, uh, we've triggered absolutely. our resin already. Uh, yeah, sorry, the Come New Yorker on, let's, is showing up. Um, we need to hear it. I've had, I've had two very different experiences that I remember drastically. The first time I lived in Switzerland, I was 18, and it was the first time I was out of the country for 9-11. And I didn't... When you're in America, it goes by, you note it, everyone notes it, but you don't have to note it to each other because we all experienced it. For some reason, being here, I felt so alone. And I was happy to be alone because it meant that the people around me didn't experience that fear. But it was the loneliest I had ever felt here. And I didn't expect it. And then moving to New York after that, it's it's incredible how little is said to each other. You forget, and then all of a sudden, you'll be going to work. And I have to say, this happened to me multiple times, going to work, biking to work, all of a sudden you see like a dude on a horse with a flag and you're like, what the fuck is, oh shit, it's 9-11. <laughs> like, oh shit, it's 9-11. Yeah. But I will tell you, I, I worked in the building across the street from the, um, from the Freedom Tower and you don't think about it until you hear a loud bang and then every single person, Freezes. every single person does the thing. Mm -hmm. And so happy to be there i wasn't actually actively or consciously aware but as soon as there was a moment it was so jarring and it was in your it's like in my dna this feeling of like oh fuck how do i get out mm -hmm. um i think that any group of people who've experienced a terrorist attack have a bond it's not just chaos right it has a, there's a, a serious bond which is why i felt so alone here in Switzerland, so when I experienced it, but it's collective trauma. Collective it? trauma, but it's also support, and I've I far appreciate like far more appreciate being in New York than here. And uh, my new my next nine eleven out of uh, out of New York will be coming up, and um, looking forward to. It. I'm gonna have to find some American to sit with. So <laughs> So it's but basically it becomes a national holiday. I think we're ten ten years away from it becoming a national holiday. Oh God, that would be depressing. It's going to be the never uh, forget. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be the never, never forget, forget day, um, like MLK Day or oh, something I, like that. Do you know? I, yeah. And, it, and if his here's my prediction is if a similar level event ever happens in Switzerland, it's going to be on the 11th of July, so that we get the 117. <laughs> Call the police. <laughs> exactly. How can it? It's just. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but then you yeah, like we wouldn't appreciate that because we flipped. Yeah, the but we month don't appreciate yeah, America. Yeah. So yeah. we don't appreciate 9/11. It's all connected. Um, <laughs> it goes the, right to the top. The, the number <laughs> system explains to the Illuminati. <clears throat> um, what 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 I wanted to uh, briefly go back to as well is what I just mentioned about uh, the, when when you said this thing about I went off this rant when when you said this thing about the tubes in London um, during the Second World War um, there was an ideology uh, around bombing cities mm -hmm. so uh, the generals um, in Britain and in Germany had a theory that um, terror would actually lead to uh, uh, people to um, give up, yeah. give up to, to basically erase the white flag and go like, no, we had enough, fuck this. Um, interestingly, though, the exact opposite happened. So even though Churchill and Hitler bombed the shit out of each other's cities, um, 
both, not only England, which is always kind of placated in movies and stuff like that, how fucking stern and stubborn they were uh, in London and how basically the bombs would go down and they would still be drinking tea. Um, the exact same thing happened in Dresden. Um, yeah. Th- th- there was, there was a, um, a mood of... And I think Hamburg as well. Yeah. Um, there, there was a mood of, no, fuck this, we're not, we're not caring anymore. So terrorism also is something that comes... Um, if it's repetitive, it will lose its allure. It will lose its impact. So it, oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. has to be a single moment. And the more a place gets bombed, the more a place gets terrorized, the more people get jaded and, and okay, don't I care think, about I it anymore. It's, it's it sounds com- like a marriage, I'm not going to lie. Um, but marriage is terrorism. Repetitive. I fully agree. So, I, think, uh, I think I've figured yeah. out my terrorist attack, but I'm going to hold it for a bit. Because, that, that, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah, a bit, and and relate to that, relate to that is just one last thing, is, is what annoyed me about there was a switch in England after 9-11 because we'd had... I was living in London when, when the IRA was bombing London, and there was like a bridge that I have to commute over and like half the year that bridge would be out of action because the IRA, they would bomb it on a yearly basis. It never collapsed, but it became structurally weak. And and the whole attitude of the English at that time was just this, still this from the Second World War, like we're tough. Staunchness, Don't yeah. Don't let the terrorists, uh, you know, like, like make anything change. Mm. And once 9-11 came, that switched and they... they totally bought into the war on terror and we need to sacrifice our civil liberties for I was in London uh, last year when the London Bridge stabbings happened oh yeah yeah mm. and um, was that you uh, dude my, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jamal um, <laughs> so and he got away with it because no one would suspect that this guy Swiss, yeah. <laughs> so um my my girlfriend landed at uh, London City Airport. Um, I asked her to take the tube to, to come and meet me in the yeah. West End. She broke up with you, then you had to stab a bunch of people. Exactly. So <laughs> that's my reaction on the commute home, going across the bridge, stabbing a bunch of cunts. So um, this basically means it, it's... Uh, oh, the, I, I'm not going into London geography. Anyway, the, the tube would go past that point... But when the stabbing happened, what now happens in London when something like that occurs, shut down. everything shuts down. Yeah. And not just on the premises, in a five-mile radius, everything mm. shuts down. It's fucking mental. So they, they shut everything down. And uh, I, was, I was walking past um, the closest bit where you can see London Bridge. And I have never seen so many flashing lights. Like there, there was cops everywhere and it's a dude with a knife right so it's 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 that fear it's a thing called security theater and yeah there's a guy called bruce shiner who's like a a security consultant in it who was talking about the war on terror he still has his blog i guess and he he just like the whole thing of say having increased security at airports is called security theater it actually adds no additional security but it terror it intimidates people. Go ahead. When Dan. when you see that, Harry, what's see your what? first thought? Like the, the the security theater, when you see it happening, when you were crossing and you saw the London Bridge, and you saw the flashing lights, thousands of police. What do you? What's your first like thoughts? 
Well, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I didn't pay much attention to the 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 stabbings. I think by now it's annoying. Do you know what my thought is? Like when I see that happening, like I can do anything I want here illegally, and no one will care. You know, like it's like. like, it's, it's like all the parents are uh, looking for Kevin exactly. and you can steal oh, like Ricky. Exactly. Shit. That's what I thought. That is like, the perfect time to commit like a bank robbery You can do whatever you want. Whatever. Nobody, like Shit. everyone's busy with something more important. Yeah, Damn, let's, let's like just, at school time, like Dean, when there was a Dean, fight in the playground yes. and everyone, I'm there like flirting with the girls that their boyfriends are fighting. I'm there <laughs> chatting to them finally. <laughs> giving know? them, putting an and arm. like you guys, oh, your boyfriend's oh. fighting. How do you feel about that? No, but Tell the same would work for 9-11. You go out, you give the hugs and get like embracing Look, the, the, the thing that it. I was looking for was it's opportunist, opportunist moment. There is a, there That's is a pub. There is a pub off London Bridge <laughs> called the Queen's Head. It's always busy that day, empty. That <laughs> fucking shit me. So I thought one of the places down the road. This is this is basically um, South South London, South London, All right, so, right. South London, and uh, yeah, yeah. I so, used to live down there. <laughs> It's it's rough as fuck. The pub is horrible, but it, it it is always packed. It's always packed with geezers, and you know that whatever happens in the world, you can go there for a pint. And I was hoping that night I could go there for a pint. Fuckers had to close, <sighs> dude. That that's yeah, what I exactly, take from exactly this. exactly. But that but that was also the attitude with like IRA terrorism. It's just like fucking hell, and it, and it was like. And, and it actually increased lack of sympathy for the IRA. Of course. And, and eventually, I think there was even, I, I saw something once the IRA went legit and all became Irish politicians. <laughs> I remember hearing an interview. That still is funny. With, with one of them who basically saying, yeah, we did realize, eventually we realized this was a really stupid idea because it was, it was uh, counterproductive to what we wanted to achieve. But fucking hell, they... To put that in context, there was a hotel, I think, in Brighton, the Brighton bombing, where they had the entire cabinet of Margaret Thatcher. They bombed it. Margaret Thatcher, like, survived a bombing. Like, the hotel collapsed around her. She lost people in her cabinet. And the reaction to that moment was like, we're not going to let the terrorists win. We'll do nothing. Do you imagine that uh, Margaret Thatcher was as lucky as was Hitler in Wolfschanze? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she had the Hitler gene. <laughs> oh it's, a ge- it's a dictator gene. Cunts survive. The bigger the cunt, the bigger the survival rate. But I mean, for me, what was hilarious about that is that is that the attitude they they didn't fucking invade Ireland and start like bombing everything. Yeah, because you've invaded Ireland like fifteen times already. Yeah, by okay, that point. fair enough. Fair you know, enough. You know what, wait, hold on, Harry. You know what's funny is that as much as I mentioned my mom, you mentioned Margaret Thatcher. I think this is a very similar. <laughs> <story>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, go into Ronald. Harry was the fucking dictator. Let's put it that way. Oh, Although Kim Jong Un is pretty sexy, I won't lie. <laughs> he does. Okay, look. okay. I would take. Harry's blushing. You can I'll all take, see it in film now. This gonna, is great. Uh, this yeah. is gonna be one of those clips. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> I want to so, fuck a dictator. <laughs> Who actually, wouldn't? Put the story. But yeah, I mean, Mackie did survive. Yeah, true. Yeah, and, and she lost, like, I think it was someone like the Minister of Defense died. There was, like, major people. And the, and the reaction, like, in the, if you take that, fast forward that to 9-11, if that had been done in Washington, fucking some country would have got nuked. 
there would have been like, I don't care if it was Afghanistan, nuke these motherfuckers. Yeah, I've seen the movies the in the 90s. The level of rage and desire to retaliate Day. after 9-11 compared to, like, if you try and take that Brighton hotel bombing and put it in the context of now, how Britain reacted to that, which was basically not to do anything. It was grin and bear it. We will not back down with business as usual and we're going to show these terrorists we don't give a shit. I mean, that is, yeah, it, and it flipped 180 once 9-11 happened. Yeah, that blew my mind. I'm so glad we didn't dive into, like, conspiracy. All right, can I do, yeah, fuck, can I come up with my terrorist attack now? Yeah, please, Harry. All right, so from my cave in the mountains of Afghanistan. Where That's I, how you're going to start. Where I wait, have. Wait, let me process, let me process. <laughs> Just like Osama bin Laden. I'm imagining his beard. Where, like how where big hair, his it's very beard. long yeah. and very ginger. Yeah. And I've okay. got I've got a few paper cups, a bit of string, and some aluminium foil. Heaps of porn. And plus, I've got tissues. I've got some genetic lab where I can make any virus I want ever. Here's the virus I'm okay. producing. It is a virus that causes one year of erectile dysfunction. <laughs> that is the best terrorist attack ever. Wait, one year. It wait, stops after wait. one year. I know the sequel to that movie, <laughs> Children of Men. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> fucking gonna work. It changes everything. We fix, oh the, we fix the environment, that one year of lack of people. But this time with Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> BLM, my friend. It's fucking, this uh, is it. This changes everything. And for one year, oh it, and then we recover, but for that one year, no scientists are trying to figure out what the fuck's happening? How did, how, we're not going to have any children. Children of Men is like number one on Netflix, of course. Just like when uh, uh, Corona came out, they started doing, what was that movie? Uh, Contagion. Contagion. It was trending on Netflix. It was so funny how that documentary about the pandemics came out right before. They lined it up, man. They planned it. Oh. Can I just say one thing, though? <laughs> yeah. how, does, how does Harry come up with the most bullshit theories, but that makes so much sense? <laughs> Like, it fucking messes with my head. It's We're gonna, I'm going to create a virus that's a year of erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm like, what the now fuck, listen, it's And then it, it makes sense. You, can I tell you what other things would change with this? Um, the whole... Hillary Clinton. The whole relationship between men and women. There's going to be a lot of cunnilingus for one year. Completely change. Completely change. Women will be satisfied for once yep. in... And the, do you know yeah, what? Do you know go what? down fact, on your women. Can I go mute, down can I, on your women? Sorry, wait, go over here. Can I mutate this virus a little bit? To what? So it's one year of erectile dysfunction. No lady bonus. But every three months, you've got 12 hours of erection. Wait, what? Oh, so interesting. Every three months, there is a You bonus. get a hard on. And then it goes Why does again. this sound just like your actual sex life? Because <laughs> <laughs> the first time... <laughs> okay. This will change everything. This... Like, yeah, that's my terrorist attack. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> Harry's planning an orgy with a bunch of people every three months. I have an no, hour no, 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 but listen, to Harry's house. Listen, this virus is unknown. Scientists trying to figure out the well, first, well, the f at the end of the first three months, everyone's got 12 hours of boner, mm. like Viagra. It's like you can't. I've never you, done that. You were sat, neither have I, but you're sat in, you're, wherever you are. <laughs> you just lied on the podcast. I, seriously, I've never done Viagra. I'm Cialis? Not, uh, none of those things because I'm scared of them. I don't want to 
Fuck, I don't take a lot of drugs. I, uh, I got a name for your virus. And don't you? Yeah, go. The fucker virus. Harry Fox, Harry fucker virus. Mm, yeah. I, actually, I w- can no. we take the name of that first mail bag? I think I would name it after that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name Michael, again? Michael Michael Mike Cock Huge or something. <laughs> Whatever uh. his name was. <laughs> Wait, the Harry's mic- lied for the second time on the, on the podcast. <laughs> Michael Kang, Michael oh. Kang, <laughs> the Michael Kang virus. <laughs> no, but the thing is, the my Asian the, girlfriend wait, 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 is offended let, by what Harry does. Let's just work this through. So, everyone starts getting <laughs> this virus. There's erectile dysfunction everywhere. It starts. <laughs> wait, did this I is, get this virus? You've got <laughs> to play this through. So it starts off like the first week or two everyone's still in denial it's not in the newspapers because men are ashamed to reveal this in fact probably the the shame and denial lasts about two months the shame and denial has been lasting for a hundred years imagine all men in the world they dig at the same time at the same time and we know what happens with women they all congregate and discuss it in starbucks yeah it would change everything look i mean (laughs) actually i'm so sorry i said this thinking this Thinking, the old scissor. <laughs> thinking this through, this like, what would happen to Donald Trump with erectile dysfunction? Every Putin erectile dysfunction. Every man on the planet erectile dysfunction. I feel mm-hmm. like they do suffer from erectile dysfunction already. Putin, Trump. This is why they need so much power because they can't get a hard on. But also imagine thirteen-year-old boys who've caught this, and they're expect and they've got erectile. Everything would fucking change. And then are you saying men are the root of all problems? No, I'm not. Not necessarily. That's kind of true. And Miriam's nodding over there. Yeah. But I'm saying that this would be such a fucking and th- and it would be crazy because you'd have one to two months where no men are talking about it. Oh my god! And then finally, yeah, it six starts months to be in. talk about. We'd all have to talk to each other yeah. as men. And then at three months is the first twelve-hour period. About our feelings, yeah. At three months is the first twelve-hour period where we have all at once a Viagra. So we don't have AA; we have ID, inactive dick. Have you seen um, the Purgatory? The Purgatory. Purgatory. The movie. This is what it, this is in Harry's virus world. For the first time, we get an erection. It would just be Purgatory. Man, would just yeah. be out in the streets having gay sex with each other. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just twelve like, hours, basically, okay. like any other, like any other city in China, right? Now. Yeah. yeah, twelve hours of anarchy. <laughs> of these twelve hours, where suddenly everyone's got a boner. Oh, may I'm assuming it's all synchronized. Maybe it's like three months after you get the virus. I don't know. These guys are gonna. Uh, you know, Harry. Like as much bullshit as this is, it's, there's parts of it that I'm like, that's a good idea. Actually, okay. like I'm shocked. I'm, 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 I'm kind of digging it. I'm, I'm kind of digging it. <laughs> And it's great because because the, the, the women are technically unaffected because we we haven't been pleasing yeah, women for centuries, so it's kind of no change. Yeah, but that, but that little bit no of hard dick. I mean, we can we can get a strap on, but that's sad. Also, I would literally shutter my doors for that twenty four hour period. That sounds horrifying. <laughs> yeah, honestly, everyone just goes ape shit. It's basically like the perch. Yeah, for 24 <laughs> hours. all of you. No, but the first time it happens, no one knows what's going on. So, in fact, we only started talking about it publicly a month before. Then you get that first 24-hour no, window. Then it's the government initiative that basically makes it a breeding exercise. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone has to get pregnant. They stop the sales of birth control. <laughs> they tried that in the Second no World War, too. <laughs> 
No plan Bs, guys. That would be... Uh, I'd be a dad. I'd be like Harry right no, now. No, but also, I think if every man on the world was afraid that they couldn't get a boner anymore, it w- that would also be... This is my Friday night, Harry. Be yeah, careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I've Where been, were we? Should I ask I've the... been giving this some thought. Um, yeah, go for it, dude. So, my idea, my idea of terrorism is... Um, I've what been I've been talking a lot about how much I hate capitalism and I would like to overthrow it. So that's your goal. To no, uh, no. So okay. I want to I want to go somewhere else. Uh-huh. I want to terrorize. <laughs> I want to terrorize every single boat owner <laughs> on Lake Zurich. Oh, because the other day I was walking past I was walking past Lake Zurich on a weekend. Yeah, um, and. It was full of every single dude who has a boat. Like it looked, it looked a little bit like if you had a pond and all the children made made like little boats out of paper. <laughs> it, it, it looked fucking <laughs> bananas. You couldn't move on this thing. So, and, and, and Lake Zurich isn't big, mind you. It's it's not it's not a big body of water, is it? But everyone seems to have a boat. So. What I'd like to do is like to invent some form of worm that basically ruins everything that swims on the lake. You know, it could be a metal body, it could be fiberglass, it could a be paddleboard, paddleboard, it, 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 yeah. it's a it could be wood. It's, it's, it, it, it's literally a worm. You drop it in the lake, and it would swim to every single boat, and every single boat would sink. Okay, it's a right. boat sinking worm. Yeah. Okay. So, and what I'm hoping from this, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I, I like the attitude. <laughs> are you are you are you jealous of boat owners, Christian? I'm not jealous of boat owners at all. I'm not jealous of boat owners. I I just think it's I heard boners. <laughs> <laughs> but boners, This is a Freudian slip. <laughs> um, I think what annoys me is it, it. It has to do with that whole poser mentality. Mm. So Zurich. what? What do you do if your nine eleven is not good enough? You you buy a Mastercraft, or you buy a Pedrazzini, or something like that. What are those two things? Oh, okay. So uh, the nine eleven is a Porsche. I didn't. I had no. I, I could not connect that. If your 911 Porsche isn't good enough, you buy. Tell us. If your if your 911 Porsche isn't good enough, yeah, you buy a Mastercraft boat. Okay. Uh, a Mastercraft yeah. boat is one that like the poor man boat. He's no, no, no. Can I just say he's totally jealous because he knows the names of these boats. Mm. <laughs> a Mastercraft is the bro amongst the boats. It's the one thing that you buy if you want to water ski. The Chad boat. And what, and what the, was the yeah? Other? It's the Chad amongst the boats. <laughs> the <Chad> boat. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's weird as I was water skiing last weekend as well. <laughs> were you? You were on the Mastercraft because it had the wave maker, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah oh. I was one of those assholes. All right. It was my friend's birthday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you go a step up from that and that's a pedrazzini which is like a custom-made wooden boat there is um a little uh, a little place down on uh, i think it's close to horgan um they make boats and you would see those boats say on uh lake lugano or lake como um they're beautiful beautiful like uh wooden boats and they're italian uh, um they're they're swiss 
Oh. They cost a fuck ton of money. And How much? um um a fuck ton. The uh, fact that you know means you're jealous. No, wait. <laughs> I know I, I tell you why I know. The beast I, of breaker I work already. in an industry uh. where these are legit hobbies. Yeah? Oh, okay. So um it, if you work in in fucking uh, banking or whatever, you basically subscribe for a, a boat place um, uh, for your unborn children because the waiting list is so long. Um, mm, God. <clears throat> so it's all about status. It's basically just another an, another way of of showing status. And I'm still trying to get Netflix, dude. Like, <laughs> but do you know do you know how I got over my boat envy? It was, uh, I think it's actually, maybe maybe this was even Bill Burr. I don't know where I heard this from. But basically, the... the Your God, Bill Burr. I don't know who told me this, but basically, like, when you buy a modern car, they're built, the engineering is so fucking good that you can predict, basically, you've got three to five years without ever needing to get anything fixed. And then after that, as long as you keep the services regular your car is has a predictable failure rate. Yep. So you can you can have a car and never have to know anything about cars or or have your life unpredictably thrown by a problem. Boats are not the same. No. In fact, if you buy a boat or a luxury yacht, you're signing up for spending most of your time fixing shit. And every time you use a boat like once a month cuz you don't actually give a shit a, you're just using a status. So the boat sits in the marina and then you go back and you want to go out and impress these ladies and a whole bunch of shit is now broken and you got to call a repairman you got to go through all that shit i love that idea you're signing up for a whole bunch of annoying shit that everyone hates doing so harry the reason why i, I mentioned this uh, you're you're hitting on something there the reason why i want this worm because it should come in conjunction with your virus and here's why <laughs> there is no more dick showing because if Even everyone limp. gets mm. a weak limp dick they're gonna try to rush to their boat they're gonna rush to their boat so they, they need something to show it and i take that away oh. the effect of the the no burner people are gonna yeah ex externalize it in fancy they, they're externalizing it already because yeah. like most boats should Small come dicks. they should most boats should come with a catheter holder um it's it, it's like for <laughs> old rich cunts so change it, your colostomy uh, yeah yeah section. yeah <laughs> um God. colostomy changer so if okay. we combine our forces yeah this is then we got to go. Lake. Then we got to go further because there was a really interesting thing at the beginning of the lockdown, like what March, April this year, and everything was shut. Like do you, right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Now, if you live in Zurich, there are an insane number of expensive cars around, and you see. And the most amazing thing to me was going out for like a walk just to get some exercise and seeing these fucking assholes driving around in whatever it was, their Teslas or their Lamborghinis or their rentals. Porsches with nowhere to go. And yeah, it was, aimlessly it was driving aimlessly around. Aimlessly driving, trying to increase their dick size. Which and, is a very representative of and, their sex life. And the crowds that are out, that were supposed to be out to look at their car are all at home and nobody gives a shit. Mm -hmm. And it was that moment I realized, like, it's just pure meaninglessness. So 
I would say your worm needs to also take out the cards. Um, so th that's what I was wondering because the, the viruses attack human beings. Worms in the water is kind of like easy to distribute. What can you do with cars? You basically have to go with Dean's thing of sucking out gasoline. It's the oh yeah, I think it's I got the it. Perfect combination. What if it is a worm that if it gets near any form of like Motor. petrol or no the 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 fluid the fuel it turns it into molasses. So <gasps> your boat kind of works, it but it only does And then it stutters and dies. Yeah, and your yes. car, and there's black smoke, and you got your chicken, and you hit the gas. It moves, and then it goes... <coughs> and then it just... I have one more question for you. Yeah. yeah. Right. 9-11 yeah. related. So 9-11 changed the world. Uh, it affected airports. Airport security became a thing. So here's my question, right? 9-11 changed airport security. TSA became a thing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I want us to know from you guys, is there a really annoying or crazy airport story that you guys have dealt with? Like, is did something ever happen to you Related at the airport? Have you ever dealt with or somebody's dealt with something security-related because of 9-11 at the airport? Yeah, I have something kind of jovial. Jovial. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? So, um, I've been living with a housemate for seven years. And um, he's an Irish fella. Um, we've been living together. Uh, we were supposed to go to a wedding in Dublin. We, 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 share, um, we share a circle of friends. And um, we were supposed to go to this wedding in, in Dublin. And then... He's gone Irish again. Dublin. Dublin. Fucking okay. Dublin. I went to a fucking wedding in Dublin. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So there's a whole group of us that is flying on Paddy Air. Um, <laughs> you can't get worse. <laughs> on Stereotype Air. Dude, come on, we flew Stereotype. Bullshit. We flew Air Lingus. <laughs> Air Lingus. <laughs> How the fuck did that nation get away with calling their, their airline Air Lingus? <laughs> Shout out to all the Irish. It's, 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 it's within it, the 10,000 mile high right. club. It, it is fucking Paddy Air. So, <laughs> Air Lingus. So, we, we, we <laughs> Lingus is in Air, your air. air Lingus. Air Lingus flies at, I think, 10 to 11. That's kind of Lingus on a trampoline. Air Lingus. No, you're basically Scottish now, mate. Yeah, so, you're in Scottish, yeah. So, Sorry. Aer Lingus goes, uh, I think, 10 to 11 at night. 11 is um, a close down for Zurich Airport, so no planes are taking off anymore. So it's basically a late flight, and typical Irish fashion, people get hammered before boarding. And that's exactly what we did. So there is 12 of us flying to Dublin for that wedding. And uh, we're all at the gate. We are, um, we are sinking piss like nobody's business. Dara, my housemate, turns to me. Dara. You've named him now. I've named Shout him. Shout out to Dara. 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 Or Brian. Um, <laughs> it's all right. Um, Dara turns to me and goes like, I've forgotten my mom's makeup. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So this is, this is how his brain works. He buys... Oh yeah, a fuck ton of makeup here in Zurich, and wants to bring it over to Dublin 
to bring his mother. Mm. Hand luggage. Leaves it, leaves it at um, the security scan. Now, we are, in, in, and this is for Zurich people, we are in gate E, which basically means we have to go through passport control and we're in a different section of the airport. So we had to go all the way back, take that little fucking train, go back into security. Now, this is his first time in Zurich as well. He hasn't been living in Zurich for that long. And the question about can you go back um, through the passport control uh, with all the security that's now there, is, is this a thing? So we go to security, both of us. He basically asked me to accompany him. And then the cop says, and I'm not, uh, I'm not joking here. <laughs> the cop says, I, I'm going there and uh, I put my passport on the table and I say, can I go back to security? We forgot something. She looks me straight in the eye and says, yes, you're Swiss. You can go wherever you want. Oh, oh my God. Whereas she's looking at my housemate who puts down the Irish passport, no. but I do not know about him. <laughs> wow. And which ep This was in Zurich. This was in Zurich. This was in Zurich. Fucking and she hell. was a cop. She wasn't one of those assistant cops, you know, the ones without guns. Yeah, yeah. She, she was a proper cop. She was fully armed. So, so, so racism happens. So we're saying the Illuminati is Swiss. They're yeah. the ones benefiting the most from everything so you, i can go everywhere anywhere whatever so then she she basically she basically looks at it and i'm like yes look you forgot something we go back to security we go back to security they've already put the bag in in the, in a little office obviously with all the makeup now, in it two guys walk there with all the makeup in it Two guys walk up to security and go like, hey, we forgot our bag of makeup. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> Homo homosexual terrorists. My, my housemate looks oh my God. looks way older than me, but is way younger <laughs> because he's Irish. That's kind of how that goes. Yeah. They, they look like fucking 50 from the age of 17. And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He goes like, "Yes, it's for me, ma." <laughs> for me, ma. Pennywinkle blue. Again, you're going Scottish, so <laughs> so they ask him to go back into the office with with them. He goes in there. Three cops. Three cops. It. We're we're still talking about actual like actual police, man. Actual police. We're still talking about. So you get a police mascara. escort. We're talking about mascara and mascara thinner. Do. There's nothing there. It's just it's, it's a little powder. bag. Uh, it uh, uh, fucking what's the thing that How takes do you it away? No, this Miriam. Makeup remover. So uh, basically, a, a little bottle of alcohol and some dark shit. So. <laughs> Enough to make a, a, bomb. a liquid explosion. A little bomb. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. A little bomb of fabulous. A bomb. <laughs> fabulous bomb, yeah. <laughs> Everyone comes out Everyone's of the plane. Everyone's got to be fabulous. Oh. So it's, it's now... so traumatizing. I went in just... No, it, it's yeah. now... Um, I think it's now 10.30. We're there. The plane leaves in 20 minutes. And... Um, they ask him questions. It's like, so this is yours. It's like, yes, <laughs> I bought this. Where are you bringing this? To my mother. To it's my like, ma. Why? Do, where are you going? Ireland. So you don't have makeup in Ireland. Yes, we do. But this is better. Like, I, there's this whole spiel. And 
we're talking about makeup. It's non-consequential. <laughs> These are, men, these are men asking it's their not, questions. It's most, yes, it's three men asking another man. Yeah. man they don't have makeup like, in Ireland. Like, what? <laughs> it's, it's the most inconsequential conversation ever. This is, I mean, this is Monty Python. This is the, this is original Monty this Python. This is a homophobic it's, attack on Ireland. It's like, uh, super fucked up. So this takes like a good seven minutes. They give us the back and now we have to run. Because like the, the plane is in this other gate, so we have to take the fucking train again, bam, 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 the whole spiel. So we're running over. Our pints are still on the counter at the bar. Mm. We go obviously not to the plane and we slam the pints first, walking on the plane last. Like, it, so you have all the patties that are flying home for their weekend because there's, there's actually a lot of Irish people living in Zurich working in finance and then ju- just staring at us with disdain. And we're just like, Dara is holding his little bag of fucking oh makeup like a trophy. Just like, this I is... wrangled this from Swiss cops. Thank you, 9 11. Exactly. This is what it did to me. Exactly. This is like an, uh, like so you funny. do an episode of Absolutely Fabulous. I think there is that episode where they hold up a plane. You know what they... we should have done? We should have done in hindsight, we should have started putting on the makeup on the plane. Exactly. Just like starting putting on mascara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just getting fabulous. Just sitting next to each other and go like, let's do this. So yeah. we go back to Dean's question. Row F for fabulous. So, so <laughs> Dean, Dean we're, we're, you, you've got a big, you must have a story on this context. Uh, but yeah, the, the question was this. Uh, Miriam uh, but I got, a sh- I got a short one on this. So I'll try and keep it short. I mean, I, I find that for me, the one, the one thing is that the national flavors of security circus are hilarious. Like the Swiss are the most permissive. If you go through security and you go, they give you this like, yeah, nice treatment. What's what's happening? Short story. I was I did go through Swiss security once with three Swiss knives and I forgot to put it in my tracking and I put, it was in my backpack and they just looked at it and then let me go. There's a Swiss knife. They're like, knives. oh, there are Swiss knives. And she has a Swiss passport. I mean, she'll be fine. Oh, uh, she'll be all right. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What is she going to do? Stab anyone? Yeah, maybe. No, she's Swiss. But it, I she's mean, actually, cut some cheese. That was she natural. has a Swiss passport. They, they it's very white. They were actually hoping you would hold up the plane because it would be the best advert for Swiss knives. If you can hold up a plane with a Swiss knife, like you stab someone <laughs> and it shuts and chops your own fingers off. It's more like this. The, air, the, the autopilot's failed. We have a problem with the rudder. There's a cable broken. Someone and whips out a Swiss knife. I can fix this. <laughs> yeah, the, so Amer- the American safe. with the Leatherman standing by, but I can do that too. Uh, another time I was flying because like it's strange as a Swiss citizen as a South African citizen I have to land there and enter on my South African passport of course but it's expired yeah but when I leave I have to leave South African passport land here with Swiss on the way out um, I buy a lot of Zumbuck which is like a South African lip balm you can only get it there it's ironic because that, it's a Swiss company the you're always using? it's the thing I always put on my face okay here. everyone's like what are you doing and I'm like leave me alone I'm African uh, but I bought like, you know, like 35 tins of the thing. It comes as like a little round tin. Airport security freaked out. There was an alarm. 
they stopped me because I had it all in one bag. And I saw the airport scanner. It was just these round tins with this, like... <laughs> oh, my God. On, oh yeah, on the x-ray, it was, like, a white substance. Uh, so, plutonium 241. Yeah, they were, like, everyone... There was an alarm, and I was, like, what are you doing? And they're, like, please open your bag. I open it. Because, like, it's a South African lady who's doing the... You know, <laughs> a, a, a black lady, obviously. She's doing the security. As soon as I pull it out, she's, like, oh... <laughs> I get it. Oh, of course, it's not like off you go. Like this is nothing dangerous at that all. That was a beautiful off shared moment. Of yeah, course, yeah. you need this much lip she balm. She was like, "Yeah, you're, if you're leaving the country. You need this shit. They don't sell it there. This, <laughs> please take take more. Just here. That's off a beautiful you thing. Yeah. Can and I? Can, be, before you continue, can I can I talk about my favorite um, black American lady at the at the fucking airport? situation yeah dude okay so this is what happened um i'm in la airport i'm flying back with a bunch of friends from a stack do and we put a massive dildo in the hand luggage of the guy (laughs) who was supposed to get married (laughs) without him knowing without him knowing without him knowing behind the scanner is the biggest black american lady that i've ever what seen color, in my life what color was the dildo oh that doesn't matter no it because matter. she's only seen it in the scanner okay oh my god dude so yeah. it, it's has any one of you ever been in lax yeah Mm-mm. lax is a fucking shithole and um everything is quite tight so when you're at the scanner, you're in this you're in this little room. When you're Unless there with a big old dildo, dildo. <laughs> yeah. you're there to loosen things up. Yeah. This okay. this bag goes into the scanner. This is hand luggage, mind you. We are straight before boarding the plane, so everything is kind of like close by. Yeah, and I hear this scream. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm I'm dying inside. I'm just seeing this. This lady, <laughs> sir, sir, come over here. Yeah, exactly. Sir, sir. <laughs> so, my buddy has to walk over. And you're like, oh, this is so this is fucking right. She opens it and she holds the dildo. And then she just starts laughing. She starts laughing. This big, big belly laugh. Just laughing in his face. What? you think you do with this what do you think you do with this but what the hell you doing with this big idea it was fucking gorgeous it was white ass (laughs) (laughs) but it was a double dildo it went all the way oh it was yeah 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 it was was one of those like yeah the rec room from a jersey she handed it (laughs) she handed it to him and laughed and laughed and laughed. She laughed for five minutes. Okay, cool guys. So thanks for this was a weird episode. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> I could avoid the 9/11 conspiracy vibes. And you did well in that one. You know, spin yeah. it around a bit. It was a little bit chaotic, but I I loved it. Harry, we should wish everyone a happy 9/11. The anniversary is coming because this will be so, released right yeah, before. Yeah, this this will be released. Never forget. Not happy. Never forget. Never forget. Ah, oh, god damn it. Let's do plugs real quick. Christian? 24th of September, Comedy House. Uh, we have another great guest coming. We actually have a guest coming over from Ireland. We have uh, Peter Flanagan. 
um, hopefully, if COVID permits, um, yeah, doing I mean, doing a, a headline spot at Comedy House. I guess I could. I don't know if I want to plug a corporate event I'm involved in, fifth of November. No, I don't think I do. I got that was nothing just a else to brag. brag. That was a brag. Thank you, Harry. Uh, it's a very unhumble brag. It's corporate now. No, but it's going to be a public thing. So maybe people might want to watch it, but I think they'd be bored. That's the problem. It's not really. Do you want to plug it or not? Wait, 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 are you talking? Let me plug myself up and move to Dean. Uh, plugs, yeah. Kentucky Comedy every Tuesday, Thursday, uh, 7.30. Check out Comedy Night Zurich on Facebook. You can get your tickets there. We're, we're usually always there. Harry hasn't been there for a while, but I'm, maybe you will I'm back be. on Thursday. Cool, cool, cool. But that's, sweet, sweet, sweet. There as that's well. now in the past. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, nothing. Thank you so much for Mike Cock Hang for <laughs> sending Mike a message. Hang. Mike Cock Hang. Can, you, can we do it in a... Oh, yeah. What accent would Mike Cock Hang be? No, let's not go there, Harry. I'm shutting it down right now. Shout out for you guys writing. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Miriam. Who's Thank been, you, Miriam, for transmitting positive and negative vibes. Like when we've been behaving ourselves, she gives a nod. Real life feedback. When we've been misbehaving, Harry she's just like, keeps going and going. She's like, Harry. No. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> this was fucking Harry, real. Harry. All right. Shut Dean. up. Get on with it, Dean. Thank you so much for writing in, guys. Daniel, we shout out to you. Mike Carkhang again. <laughs> oh I hope you guys, were, you know, it was, I thank did you, appreciate thank it. Thank you very much to Jason. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>